BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Came across this in the failing New York Times, the 20 best TV dramas since The Sopranos. Oh, since The Sopranos. Everybody recognizes that was a giant game changer for the television. Hmm. And by the way, just it's a thing with me because I'm, I'm picky and, and a pain in the ass. Just know this. Anytime anybody says Sopranos, I'm off put by it. <laughs> well, we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> having having no sung in choirs since I was a very small child. Nobody ever referred to the girls singing the high part as sopranos. How do you feel about charade? I'm inconsistent. <laughs> I'm, an incon- I'm a complicated man. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, I thought this was, it was so good. It just completely sucked me in when I found it. I read an article one time about, and I don't remember what was the hot show at the time. Might even have been the Sopranos. Um, <clears throat> but this this critic said, this was an older critic saying, Every show that I've written about being the greatest show of all time at that time seems ridiculous looking back on it Hmm. and listed a bunch of shows. And and I thought, yeah, that's pretty true. Shows that I remember being the critical darlings that everybody just thought were the greatest. Mm -hmm. Hill Street Blues, St. Elsewhere, the original ER, shows like that that just seem ridiculous in retrospect. 
Now, part of that yeah. is network versus where we are with your cable shows and that right. sort of stuff. But, right. but they were considered just such great art at the time, and now they just seem stupid. Mm-hmm. One of the main qualities of art is it stands the test of time. None of those I just mentioned even come close to standing the test of time. They seem silly in retrospect. I have and fonder so, memories of some of those shows, but I haven't seen them lately, so I'll bet... And so I, I just away feeling the same way. That's always stuck in my head whenever I'm evaluating whatever hot, cool piece of art there is. I, I, I find it hard to believe, like, even though I've never seen Game of Thrones, that Game of Thrones is going to fall into that category where, you, where people look back on it in 20 years and think, God, what simpleton pieces of crap that show was. Well, it, it won't for the following reason, and it's ironic with Game of Thrones, but I'll explain. Um, St. Elsewhere and, and had I, Howie Mandel in it, for one thing. <laughs> And now, seriously, can you take that? Fatal flaw. <laughs> so I, I think it's acting and movies and TV, it, it's all describing the same thing. And while I despise the culture of a lot of uh, the entertainment business, I love the art form. Um, the closer they edge to reality, to realism, the better they got. It's so like Brando was one of the, the first big actors who just acted like people act. And that was the big breakthrough. And not acting like an actor. Why, I have never been insulted in this way. I mean, that was acting for a long time. But <laughs> anyway, uh, so the closer you get to realism, the better it is. Now, you brought up Game of Thrones. You got dragons flying around lighting people on fire. That's not very realistic. But I think it's what they call uh, magical realism. That you, you set up rules for the universe that are completely apart from the ones we all have to live with in our gray, mundane existence. Dragonless existence. Exactly. Right. right. Uh, but then, having set up those parameters, people act like human beings would act. Yeah. Um, anyway, so your uh, your best drama since the uh, Sopranos, uh, West Wing. I was a huge fan of the West Wing. It was on for seven years. That's the other interesting part, semi-interesting, is the, how long some of these shows lasted and Along some of them didn't. I absolutely love The West Wing. I yeah. could not get enough of that show when I first uh, first started watching it. I, I was one of the first shows that I actively just binged watched. That was the when Aaron and Sorkin. <laughs> Aaron Sorkin walking fast and talking fast shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was good though. It was compelling, and, and I learned a fair amount about government through it too, um, and politics. It was pretty good. I don't know how well it holds up. I haven't watched it for ages. It was on from uh, 1999 to 2006. The Shield, Michael Chiklis, dark. This is one of my biggest blind spots, and I have I have not seen an episode of The Shield, but I understand it to be a a fantastic show. Yeah, this write up is really compelling about it too. It's it's about a completely vicious, dirty cop, um, and how you know he was an antihero. Sometimes he he often did the wrong things, sometimes for the right reasons, and good things not would a, happen. Not a common genre. In fact, I can't think of another example where it's about a dirty cop. Uh, movies, I certainly yeah, but can, not but, not a TV show. Yeah, but brutal. Judy and I watched Cops a few episodes. It was tough to take at times. Yeah, I don't. It need, was ugliness. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I need that. Uh, any big fans of The Wire? I love the, that's probably my favorite show of all time. Okay, I love The Wire. I de- I touched. Uh, this was when my kids were little. It was twenty oh two to twenty oh eight. So I, uh, you know, it was one of those shows you could absolutely not watch with any kids in the neighborhood. No, 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 no. And and I just I had enough drama, so I never got into it. But everybody says it's wonderful. Yeah. Did you ever get yeah. into it? Yeah, and great. Yeah, and I, I mean, did the you guy, watch the, like all three seasons? No, or? there's but like I'm, six. I, I mean, the, the guy who wrote the book. Oh yeah, there are more than that. Yeah, the, sorry. the writer guy I was super into and still am. And uh, David yeah. Simon. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I just I'm sorry. I read something about um, one of the uh, Michael K. Williams, who was Omar Little. For those who mm-hmm. watched it, 
Um, he was talking about the first three seasons, so I was misled. But yeah, I got to get into that. I would like to. I've got the I've got the DVDs. I'll I'll loan them to you. But oh, I'm just, cool. That'd I, be great. I specifically bought them so I could loan them to people to uh, watch what I think is a brilliant show. But I'm go. just trying to keep track in my mind. So West Wing was a, a TV network show, mm-hmm. no yes. cussing and with commercials. Right. Uh, the 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 Chickless the Shield that Shield. was a network show, right? That, that was, was it was an alternative. Cable. It was on FX, so they yeah. had commercials. They, commercials, butt cussing. Uh, yes. Limited cussing, not uh, the S bombs, most likely. The sh- yes. F- no. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. You can bleep that if you Lindsay. want. I don't care. Oh my G. Ah. Oh. Any uh, any uh, sponsors who don't want to sponsor that? What are you tell me? Nobody says stuff like that around your office, please. So the wire was an HBO show, correct, sir? And you could cuss and no commercials. And we are now caught up to Battle Star Galactica, the 2004 to 2009 that I've never one. Seen, I not the seventies silly I thing. I don't watch science fiction. It's ridiculous. Uh, it sounds really great. Once again, dark, Jack. Very dark. <laughs> dark. A darker take. Well, all you people have such sunshiny lives that you just got to dark it down. You got to have like sunglasses you for know, your souls. You know my theory on that. As we become more of a childless society, you need that drama. If you yeah. have children, you do not need more drama. Exactly. Another show I tried, but it was the wrong time in my life, Deadwood. Oh, from the home box yes. office. Deadwood's great. Every time I saw that, it was like the picture tube yeah. went out on my TV. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm just listening to it. It's like an old radio show. I, I don't think the dialogue was accurate. I don't know. I, it's based on a real place, but I don't think they called each other sea suckers nearly as much as they did in that show. Because they say that a lot. You know, according to David Milch, the creator, this is the way they talked yeah. down to the obscenities. Yeah. Man, I don't I don't know that much about old west obscenities, but and so much of my family is from Deadwood, South Dakota. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so charming. I might have a. Do they talk like that? relatives in, in that? HBO's now Has coming to back. Has you, mother ever. <laughs> HBO's coming back. They're now making a, a movie to kind of close the arc of, of Deadwood because it got interrupted mid-season. Yeah. He got an offer to go do some other show that ended up failing or whatever. Right. So they never actually finished mm. Deadwood. Um, but the first season of Deadwood is phenomenal. Yep. Uh, then they get to. And then there's the prequel Morningwood. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's that. right. Uh, you don't think that's right? It's not accurate. Oh. I thought I read that. Uh, the, 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 then uh, we get to Lost, which was when it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And then it got funky, and and actually, this interview we'll have a um, a link to the article that's got a lot of interviews and discussion of these shows. But the one thing the creator slash showrunner Damon Lindelof says is. Yeah, we were trying as hard as we could. How do we keep this interesting? And sometimes we did great stuff, sometimes not so much. They had they got into this weird place where the show was such a huge success that the network didn't want them to end it. So there's a couple seasons in the middle where it's pretty clear that all they're doing is treading water. Yeah, and they're not yeah. op- they're not resolving yeah. anything. They just keep opening up new jars. Right. And new that's, what, up. that's like what happened to the American version of The Office versus the British version of yeah. The Office. He had a story. He's going to tell it in this many episodes. In America, if something gets hot, we'll just keep going it and bringing a baby and a new girlfriend or whatever right. until people stop watching so we can keep making money. An arc is called an arc for a reason, people. You know what's an arc uh, that stretches forever, Jack? A straight line. Mm. A flat line. I just came up with that. That was heavy, wasn't it? Or maybe not. Veronica Mars? Haven't seen that one. I don't know that one. It's like uh, it combines teenage romance with gritty detective noir. I'm seeing if you're going to touch on mine. The one that I think changed television. Uh, Here it is. Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my wife's so into that. We still have like 50 episodes on our DVR. (laughs) Oh, boy. She rewatches. Yeah, it was never a fan. Friday Night Lights. Mm. Great first season. Okay, which is fair enough. 
Mad Men. Yeah. Ah, yes. I saw a couple episodes of that and thought, wow, that's as good as people say. But I never got fully sucked in. That was a game changer sort of show. Yeah. No doubt about it. I I got that one I really got sucked into. A lot of these other ones you've mentioned I've never seen an episode of. So, but Mad Men was wonderful. Um, it, it struck me as such a soap opera, though. And and another one of those where it's like the one where you got a bad cop, which was unusual. Yeah. Here you had the lead, and the, the opening of the right. first episode was just such a jarring, you know, hot sex scene, everything like that, and talking and hanging out and setting some plot and everything like that. And then he gets in his car, and where's he going? He opens the door. Hi, honey, I'm home. And he goes to his wife and family. It's right. like, oh, yeah. my God, the hero of this show. Right. right off the bat. So there was a particular uh, post-Sopranos, Sopranos, uh, where they're kind of the anti-hero genre, where you had the shield of the bad cop. You had uh, Mad Men with Don Draper, uh, Breaking Bad, right? The, the drug oh, yeah, dealer right, that everybody's right, rooting for. Right? Sure. Like they, they, that was a specific kind of era of TV that it's not so much anymore, but there was a lot of great shows built around that. Uh, Breaking Bad. There it is. I've watched every episode. I'm just waiting for the time. It feels right to watch every other, watch every episode again. I watched the series finale. That's all I saw. One of the strangest things <laughs> right. you've ever done. He was dead at the end. Uh, you ever watch the good wife? I heard that was terrific, yeah. but um, I, I gave know. it a shot. It just didn't, yeah. it, it's not meant for me. It'd it be good stick. if we had women yeah. in this discussion. Well, honestly. Yeah. A lot of the are yapping. Oh, God. Talk I'm so about, sorry. Ladies, about, I apologize. Talk about your anti-heroines. What Idiot. about Veep? Is Veep on that this list? This is dramas. This is dramas, Marshall. Oh, Try to hang with the premise. Oh. oh, my God. See, it's funny. I hadn't scrolled through the whole thing because it's so so late. High five with all three of my kids. Adventure time. The cartoon. Hmm. We Oh, we were adventure time freaks. Yes. Yeah. It I don't. Was. Even, I don't even know of that. This it, is new to me. It, yeah. It's um. What age kids? Because I, I I'm oh. always looking for something to get my kids into. Another it, really TV show. Any age. It's one of those things that the more sophisticated you are, the more sophisticated mm. messages you take from it. But it's innocent enough that kids can watch it. Cool. That's this is blowing my mind. I'll Adventure just. Time. I'll read you this. You might well ask, why put a cartoon on the best drama list? I would answer, why not? If Pendleton Ward's sprawling post-apocalyptic saga were of live action rather than gorgeously rendered animation, it would be classified with Lost, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and other dramas that balanced fantastical storylines with humor and a bursting heart. I'll have to check that out. That sounds great. Yeah. And and it... Don't know if every I want my episode, heart to burst. <laughs> every, every episode, <laughs> yeah, ask your doctor if Valecta is good for, is right for you. Uh, every episode is 11 minutes long. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's perfect for my, my life. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it contains uh, my second favorite uh, cartoon dog uh, behind Brian from... Uh, <laughs> you have a list of favorite cartoon dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. It's quite quite lengthy. Where's Number Wonder one. Dog? Uh, he's like 11. I, it, well, no doesn't offense. even crack the top 10. No offense. Uh, but uh, Scooby, Finn, and and uh, and what's his name? What's the dang dog's name? Uh, it's one of my favorites. Finn, and it's in the theme song. Hey, can somebody Google the Pluto? Where's he on? No, Pluto is like the planet way out there. Yeah. Very good, Joe. Snoopy. Uh, oh, Snoopy's is a car- good cartoon crazy. dog. Yeah. You have a list of favorite cartoon oh, no, dogs. I'm getting the the song. Yeah, here Finn and and Furbish. No, don't make us up. <laughs> I've already said shit once. I might as well say it again. Rimpy. Finn and Rimpy. Finn and Rimpy. Rimpy. That's right. it. No, it's not. Hey, Michael, give me a uh, computer here. I think I, I got the theme song here. It's only 24 seconds. Have we figured out how to do that now? 
Oh, Jake the dog and Finn the human. Just hearing this was enough. Yeah, Finn and Jake. I saw the. So the Jake the banner. dog's ahead of Snoopy and With Jake uh, the dog and, and Finn the human and Scooby and Pluto. Adventure yeah. Time <laughs> and Wonder Dog. But who's he behind? If he's the number two favorite cartoon dog, Brian. Brian the from dog. Family Guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's your number one. We were discussing actually off the air a little glimpse behind the scenes. The best part about Brian is uh, Seth MacFarlane. Uh, he's got to do a dog voice, right? A cartoon dog voice. What's his dog voice? Just a guy. That seems premature, Peter. I'd reconsider. It's just completely unnuanced human voice. With a drink in his hand. Right. Brilliant decision. Where's my my money, Brian? (laughs) Don't make a fool of me, man. Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Information. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. So to my uh, my opening of Thank God They Invented New Sports. So I was thinking about this. I actually popped into my head the other night. Who was who the guy that hosted Saturday Night Live, the comedian? Uh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. And part of his stand-up routine, which was hilarious, he said... So I was watching Turner Network TV because I was not athletic as a child, <laughs> which I found hilarious. But it popped in my head um, uh, the idea of being a non-athletic child, and I was a non-athletic child in the sports of the day mm. that existed in my uh, time and place, which were only... Sports involving an orb of some sort. Football, baseball, basketball, pretty much? Or? Yeah, that was it. And I was terrible at all those. Hmm. And that was that was it. So you were either, you could either do those things and you were athletic, or you couldn't do those things and you were not athletic. That's the way it was. And I'm so happy that my son is growing up in a time and a place where there are all kinds of other things that can be seen as athletic. For instance, the fact that today's his birthday and he's getting a BMX bike. And he is really good at stuff like skateboarding. And scootering and stuff like that. He's better than most kids his age. Mm. He is not better than most kids his age at something involving a ball and a stick or anything like that. I am better than most people my age at stuff like scootering and skateboarding. It just I, I have some abilities in that area. I got no abilities if you give me a round object right. to mess with. And if I had had the ability to to do something that was like skateboarding or snowboarding, which my son did really well at up in the mountains last week or anything like that, instead of it was relegated to either basketball, football, or baseball, mm-hmm. I think I'd have had a much happier childhood. There was some outlet for anything other than those three. Yeah, I remember as a kid, my dad drilled me and drilled me in that game the uh, the Incas would play, where you had to throw that ball through that little stone hoop, and right? the losing <laughs> team got executed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> drilled me all day long in that, but boy, I was good. I was good. I was hoping to get a college scholarship in that till I realized that no colleges play that anymore. My mind was narrow to that. Even like moving to California it was interesting. And I met people that they call themselves athletes and they rode bikes. But you're an athlete. You go mountain biking. That's mm-hmm. not an athlete. Athletes play saw on a softball league. Right. And if you can do that, you're an athlete. And if you can't, you're not. Mm. Just, you know, I didn't, I didn't, it never even occurred to me. I got a friend who's a super athlete. All he does, though, is ski and bike ride and stuff like that. He said, he said, I just uh, keep me away from a bat and a ball or a hoop. Mm-hmm. I have no ability on that. I'm complete right. thoughts. And just, yeah. they're different things. They're a different kind of athleticism. Sure. And I'm glad it exists and my son gets to participate in something that he's good at and feel good about himself and have fun. 
Those watching the X Games stuff, that's oh, mind blowing. Yeah, absolutely mind. Yeah. Now some of the stuff is is it it gets into it's almost a circus act. You know, you're flying through the air and you're flipping, and if you land wrong, you're going to die, and the rest of it. But you know, gymnastics is kind of that too. Sure. I mean, it's obviously an athletic pursuit. There's no no doubt about that. But some of it kind of goes into the acrobatics to me. It's yeah, like you have a to have tremendous thing. balance and body control and everything like oh, that. Oh yeah, to do I got that none of that. I couldn't even do a single flip off a diving board into a pool. I got none of that. Which is funny because I was always good at the ball stuff, but no, I'm helpless. In the whole, uh, you know, knowing which end is up <laughs> as you're flipping around thing. Forget it. First attempt, I'd be dead. Yeah, I wish I had grown up in a world where it was, you know, that was it was seen as that's an athletic pursuit. It just wasn't. There wasn't a lot of skateboarding in the cornfields. No. <laughs> it's hard to get going right. very fast. Or or just, just or even like riding uh, dirt bikes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Even that. It, just, it was, you know, three options that I mentioned. Um. And and it's interesting. I watch him do stuff in the skateboard park that other kids his age just can't. They won't even attempt it. It's like, what are you doing? They play little league. Wow! But there, there's no way I'm even going to try to go down that hill on mm. that skateboard. It's just a different thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know. I know. Growing up, I excelled at archery. I oh, was a nice. great archer. Worked for King yeah. Arthur for a spell, right? Well, so, so did you have? I was waiting for that. Was shot. there uh, like an archery club in your school, or did you do it in your free time? Uh, it was both. I uh, started doing it in my free time because we had uh, we had a lot of land back in the day in uh, Fontana, awesome. and so we'd set up targets. And I actually got pretty doggone good. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt that for a second. Yeah. But a friend of mine's trying to get into archery, and it's it's not cheap. Um, but he's trying to get me talk me into doing it, right? I'm just, I'm not sure I'm feeling it. Well, you go out and try it, you know? Oh, well, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like the super fancy, expensive compound bow sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But you got to, Those yeah. things could be a workout, too. Right. You need some, yeah. you well, need some muscle so That's to the other back. thing. I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to pull the thing back, and they're going to laugh at me. Well, I know you had a, you had a hickory stick and some pig intestines. Right, I mean, exactly. Was... Yes. Uh-huh. Very funny. Hickory Which he stick took from the pig himself. And pig intestines. All right. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, and we had we used Indian arrowheads for the tip of the arrows, actual Indian arrowheads, cool. because we'd find them everywhere. Yeah, back in the day, very very cool. <laughs> I grew up in an area where you'd yep. find arrowheads regularly. Yeah. It was just not uncommon at all. We right. did archery in high school. Did you have archery? No, school? I did it in Boy Scouts and thought it was oh. awesome. Oh, I right. loved it, yeah. loved it. Although they didn't teach us how to like hold your wrist. So the string would always hit your your forearm and just really? rip up your forearm. Wow. So, yeah, it was the typical dumbass gym teacher who couldn't <laughs> yeah. make a living any other way. You know, actually, present-day maybe... gym teachers excluded, yeah. of course. You are all physiology majors <laughs> exactly. and knowledgeable and helpful. Yeah. Um, but they had no effing idea what they were doing. Yeah. You know, so they give you the bow, tell you not to yeah. shoot at anybody, and you try for a while, and, you know, I'm bleeding over here. Well, I don't know. Hold your arm different. You know, know. You know, you know Jack, you mentioned, you mentioned the Boy Scouts. You know what I learned in the Boy Scouts that you could never do today? I learned how to shoot a twenty-two. That was that was a real thing in the Boy Scouts. And we went out and caught rattlers mm. and skinned wow. them and ate them. What? what? You skinned what? and ate rattlesnakes yes. in yes. Boy Scouts? Yes. 
Wow. That was that was part of the Boy Scout camping experience. I go off to scout That's camp for great. for two weeks. <laughs> and no, we we'd uh, fire... how did you kill the rattlesnake? Pardon me. How did you kill the rattlesnake? Uh, you 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 had the sticks with forks on it. You you hit it behind the head, okay. and hold it down. And then the scoutmaster would come up and either club it or A little choppy doodah. Yeah, or cut off its <laughs> head. That is not happening today. No, no. we're not oh, clubbing man. animals to death. <laughs> <laughs> and shooting firearms for a badge, not yeah. shooting assault yeah. weapons yeah, after clubbing exactly. animals. To exactly death. for a merit badge. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember what was your total number of badges? I made it to star, almost to life. It's star life and eagle, and uh, twenty one, twenty five. I I don't remember the exact count, but uh, fantastic. You got your smoking badge. Oh that was, yeah, that was the thing too. That was the other thing we learned how to do in scouts: smoke and drink. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was it was we multi- are softer. We're just a softer people. Oh, yeah. amen to that. No doubt about yeah. it. I don't know how many rattlesnakes need to be killed, but man, that is a grittier, grittier civilization. Right I don't know now. about Boy yeah. Scouts now. Um, I haven't been in it since I was a kid, but you probably get a compassion badge. Oh yeah, and our diversity badge, and our. Uh, being nice to everyone, badge. <laughs> Are we gonna club something to death? When we club something, <laughs> I heard on the radio you get to club things to death. Come on in, China. Oh boy! As the you know million Chinese soldiers sweep across the plane, we'll mention to them there's a real lack of diversity among your forces. Everybody seems to be Asian. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh, you mentioned that to the guards in the gulag. Uh, 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 back when you were snapping rattlesnakes heads off, no, there was a people. People that could defend themselves. Uh, yep. Right? All right. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Well, you shouldn't have named your kid Enos. It's one more thing. Uh, Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Why do you think the other kids would call him penis on the schoolyard? Is that it? I think they're more likely to call him anus. You think? Yeah. I'd like to see a national poll on Sean, that. Sean, you, you <laughs> seem like you'd be a good ruler on this. If a kid's named Enos, is he going to get called penis or anus more often? I think penis would be the first. Really? Michelangelo? Yeah. Up until about middle school, I think. Michael? I think the kids would alternate. One day they'd call him penis, the other day it'd be anus. Uh, you're, yeah. you're like, uh, what's his name, Muller? You won't make, commit to yeah. one thing or another. Yeah, no kidding. Marshall? I uh, I tend to uh, go along with positive Sean. I think it's penis. Yeah, yeah. clearly. <laughs> Until you get to uh, middle school and yeah. you start learning more about the anatomy, and then you're like, oh. Yeah. oh. Now, what if his right. name was Amos? Uh, <laughs> Another great old name. These are a couple of odd hypotheticals we're running through here. <laughs> it's important to consider them. Why would I bring this up? Uh, got some data here. Uh, turns out, one in seven parents admit they made a terrible mistake in the name they chose for their child. I've I've never really thought twice about Not it. T- terrible? Oh, I see. I wouldn't say that. Son, I got something to break it to you. Yeah. No, sit down, goldenpalacecasino.com. <laughs> <laughs> I've never well. I've never thought about it for a second with either one of my kids. It's just, yeah. That's what their name is. Well, and they, they become their name. Everybody becomes their name. And then you can't even imagine them with a different name. Well, you can't imagine my frustration when, uh, you know, and this is, this is a bit of parental egotism. You want to give your kids unique names or... Or interesting names or meaningful names or whatever. It's partly for you. It's I never had for any. The kid. I never had any interest in unique. 
meaningful, what I about, suppose. But I don't you, know. you wanted to go old-timey, which is unique. Not so much unique, but uncommon, right? Would you actively name your child the most common name? Of of children born that year, if only, you could somehow know if you could somehow know that only because I wouldn't because I don't want them to be one of three whatevers in class, right? Just because I remember right. what that was like for kids. So right. anyway, the year was nineteen ninety two. Gladys, do you does she stick around for the one more thing podcast? Are you on the internet, Gladys? Yeah. We don't pay her. It's just hold on, on just a second. Let me wake her up. <laughs> what? That's right. She's this is her nap time. Immediate yeah. post show no, nap. Yeah. She's up yeah. now, <laughs> Gladys. So the year was nineteen ninety two. And uh, Judy was pregnant with our first child, and uh, one of our favorite uh, singers, uh, one Elvis Costello, was at the time married to an Irish woman whose name was Caitlin. And I thought that was such a pretty name, and I'd never met anybody or heard of any girl named Caitlin. So we decided to name our child Caitlin. And about six months later, it was the most popular girl's name in America. (laughs) And well, so, that, you know, it's okay. Yeah, that that's an interesting thing, just to, in the way things become popular or not. They do at the same time, and everybody can, can often discover them independently. It's just it's the way stuff works for some reason. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows why. Costello moves the needle. That's what I learned. <laughs> but anyway, um, so it's interesting at 1-7, regret it. Well, would you regret it? Eh, I wouldn't say that. I'm a little annoyed that I accidentally gave my kid like the most popular name or one of your top five girls' names in America do you think for that have, era. Do you think it would have had any effect on her life if she'd had a different name? Zero. Yeah. Unless her name was Enos, <laughs> which is a guy's name anyway. <laughs> yes. And yes, that is a gender stereotype. Uh, one in 20 parents call their child something different to the name on their birth certificate because they don't like the name anymore. Does like, I'm going to start calling you Doug. <laughs> what? Um, From now on, you're Doug. Doug, clean your room. What? <laughs> what? My been name's at- Cody. Yeah. I've been um, Espen for all seven years. <laughs> Espen. Um, now, uh, does that count like Jim instead of Gladys. James or what? Oh, there goes Gladys. I don't know. My my son is, uh, I don't, this I don't know what we were thinking. Because Henry's name is Jack. He has the same name as me. Henry's his middle name. Mm. Um, I don't know why we decided to do that because it's a pain in the ass dealing with it for anything that's a legal document, medical stuff, anything like that. It's always a pain. I mean, just they get it wrong. I get it wrong. All kinds of stuff with insurance and bills and making appointments. And I just wish I hadn't done it. Wow. He's not a junior. He just has the same name. That was very obtuse of you. Why? Why? I don't even remember why. (laughs) I have no memory of why we decided to go with have him go with J. Henry. Very dignified. And we call him Hen, so he really, his name is Hen. But mm. Anyway, so he goes by his mentally. Uh, I got some other here. The top ten reasons for regretting your child's name. Um, it sounds like something rude or awkward when you put it with their middle name. Huge ass, for instance. <laughs> Huge erection. Why did oh, you... that's erection would be the last one. <laughs> right. right. If you name so your never mind, kid I retract. Hugh, don't give him the middle name Jass. That's just, did you not think of that till later? <laughs> you didn't say just, it out loud. Yeah, say it out loud just one time. That's what seems weird to me. So you you don't like the name because it sounds like something rude or awkward when you put it with their middle name. Where you chose those names. Did you think of putting them together yourself? Not, it wasn't until like third grade when a kid thought of it on the schoolyard that, uh, oh, right, huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have named him that. This is brought f- 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 the shame to the Jazz family. <laughs> um, well, I want a real example of that, though. I, I can't even I mean, imagine. 
Because uh, that's obviously a fanciful name. Well, the paired with the name, uh, the last name, we, we've heard of these before, you know. But I can't come up with a good one where you would you wouldn't you you had to see it coming. You just didn't care at the time, and then maybe you change your mind. I don't know. Number nine reason you don't like your kid's name: uh, a celebrity named their child with the same name. Mm. So, like, yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't care about that either. But no, Alex Baldwin. Someone with the same name became <laughs> okay. famous. So let's say your last name was Stroker, and uh, you named your 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 son William or Willie Stroker. Mm. Something like that. This is not our most cerebral (laughs) podcast. But but to be serious, because Uh, this is on the list. First and middle name, right? Your last last name, yeah. But this is on the list. I'm a pig. If your name, I've never known anybody named. Yeah, good one. I'm a pig. Um, you did that on purpose. You didn't like. Oh, right. That sounds like you're saying. Sounds like you're stating you're a hog. (laughs) I didn't. Why did we do that, (laughs) (laughs) Well, how can we miss that? Right. Come on. But if you're, you know, the Stroker family and you name your kid Richard, you're just, you, I don't know, you're not brighter. This one seems uh, uh, of the Dover family. Don't go with Ben. Yeah. <laughs> For instance, a classic. If your last name is Daly, don't go with Ingemar P. <laughs> oh, uh, now this, I don't even know if this is, no, that can't be real. I'm not going to even say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so so others, uh, these, this, yeah. is from, this is real stuff, not Sean's nonsense. Um, it became too difficult. It's too difficult to spell. Don't give your kid a hard name to spell. I don't know why you would do that. It's too unusual. You decide at some point it's too unusual. Yeah, that's the uh, the NFL player syndrome that Key and Peel have mocked <laughs> with such hilarious right. effect. Blue Zarbadine Blivovich. <laughs> Southern Miss. I like this one. My friend chose the same name for that their baby. That happened to us. <clears throat> right after Sam was born, guy I knew... He, he, they were pregnant at the same time. We nobody had discussed the names, and we met them. Yeah, our yeah, our name is our kid's name is Sam too. They're playing together. They're oh, both no. like a month old. Oh, you, you can't both Sam. I mean, you that was just cut that relationship off. We huh? did more or less. Yeah, I don't think that I've seen him sm- since. Smart. Uh, we no longer <laughs> think it fits him. I them. I don't know what that means. You're no Linda. I don't know what that means. The company went out of business. I'm hoping that's one of them. I, I'm all about. Parents that name their kids after companies and regretting it later. <laughs> yeah. My child, um, Samsung. <laughs> it became Sears. too. Po- it became too popular. That's Joe's thing, and uh, yeah. uh, I just got tired of it. What kind of person are you? That's sad. That is weird. You got tired of your kid's name, child. That's- I'm bored with your name. <laughs> yeah, really. Same name all these years. It's just boring. <laughs> That's your eighth birthday, and you're still Mike. Oh. <laughs> All right, here you go. Oh, I'm sorry, you got more. Uh, I got right. another category. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one more. Um, so the uh, top team, t- the top twenty names people are put off of because <laughs> somebody famous has the name, and you don't like to be associated with it. Okay, and some of them are pretty. Orenthal. Um, I- <laughs> 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 number one. I'll, I'll, I'll jump to number one. I'll tell you, Donald. Mm. Oh, all right. Yeah. But for girls, it's all, I think you'll see a theme here in the top five. Chloe and Courtney oh boy. and Kylie. Oh, oh boy. There's a theme there. Right. Oh they boy. all start with K. Yes. That's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> also uh, in the top are Rihanna and Paris. So there you go. Mm. How do you like that, famous Kardashians? People don't want to name their kids 
the same name as you because they just think you're such an embarrassment. They don't want to be attached to it in any way. I suppose you'd say the same thing about Donald Trump if you're a Trump hater. Um, if Judy and I had more kids, we were going to have two more girls and two more boys. We were going to name the girls the names of antihistamines and the boys with the brand names of antihistamines. Our daughters were going to be Loratadine and Cetrazine. <laughs> Wouldn't it be something if they had terrible allergies? <laughs> and then the boys, tell me, tell me if these are not good names. Acular and Alrex. <laughs> no, those are, those are not good names. Acular? <laughs> Dude, sounds like he's a Viking. Yes. Sounds like he's a Roman centurion. Right. Pacular, time for your sword training. Oh, Dad, can I play Little League like the other kids? He's got a big part in the upcoming Game of Thrones season. Right. (laughs) Do I have to wear this leather vest? Time for your sword training. Come on inside, Aguilar. <laughs> he owns a snake. No doubt about it. Loratadine, help Aguilar with his homework. <laughs> uh, we have friends who named their kid Thunder. And they're really nice people and uh in, in every way, but I just I just can't imagine giving you know, I'm out on a, le- a ledge of something and I decide I'm gonna put my kid out there also. Do they have other weather themed children? I don't remember what the other kid's name was. Stormy. There's another unfortunate oh, yeah. name. Yeah. Stormy. Don't name your daughter Mercedes. Right. Stripper. Inevitable. Don't give her a stripper. Cinnamon name. ends up on the pole. Nobody's going to name their daughter Cinnamon. It happens. I used to know a lovely young lady named Stormy Winter, and she oh, was amazing. <laughs> legal document name? or Yeah, no, legal. Legal name. Stormy Winter. One of my best friends is named Rusty Keys. That's his actual name. His real, real name. Yep, <laughs> and uh, he had no boys, and he's the end of the line for the family. So that name is going to die out—the actual Keys name—and he doesn't know of any other. Oh, really? Yeah, Alicia. It's spelled differently. Ah, yeah, and it just the end of the line. Huh? That's very sad. That happens now and then. He's got to get him a trophy wife and then knock her up. It's just a suggestion. Just have a way. Or, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's none of my business. Just please. a suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Fantastic. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. I forgot to show my kids these pictures. I uh, got them all on my phone because the worldwide mustache and beard competition was over the weekend. (sighs) Always astounding. Yeah. And it mostly made me think about how we all... so much need to be something or somebody. I mean, you mm-hmm. just have to be that. I don't mean that to sound uh, uh, judgmental. Yeah, it, I mean that we 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 do. I True. do. You do. Everybody live does. a life it's of not, purpose. I'm not judging for somebody, but you got to you got to have something. It's just odd that anybody ever chooses this and a lot of other things. That you choose. That's what you're going to do. But or did the mustache choose them? Uh, that would be some of it because I couldn't grow a beard or mustache if I wanted. This guy right here. The fact that, that that's, wow. that's what he wants to do with his life. What's that look like when he doesn't have it all uh, waxed up and jutting outward? I don't know. Looks like he's wearing some sort of comedic clown's collar, but it's his hair. I would call that look the octopus, but he has yeah. it going out in six directions instead of uh, instead of the right. eight. Is that like all beard and mustache, or does he have copious neck hair as well? <laughs> Do you think? Shoulder and back. Oh, boy. Oh, golly. Why stop at the, you know, halfway down the neck? All right. 
All these guys that have dedicated so much time and effort into having a really wacky mustache or beard, would they have some other thing in common? Probably. I, I'll bet there would be a large cross-section of those guys and something else, but I don't know what that would be. Would they tend to be not married and raising children, probably? I don't know about that. Tend to not be religious, maybe? I don't know. Wow. Theorizing on what sort of guy joins the like the top echelon mustache and beard circuit. Well, it's a question we've all had, yeah, Jack. Just, or, or anybody who dedicates yeah. themselves to something so wacky or, or unique or out there to be so you can mm-hmm. be that guy. Oh, yeah. I knew a guy. Guy I knew in my neighborhood where I used to live. Being super tan was his thing. Wow. Just insanely tan. Wow. White guy, huh? And uh, yeah, and sure. he was uh, he was shirtless a lot and he was incredibly tan and he loved it if somebody brought up how tan he is. Cuz <laughs> then he'd talk for quite a while about how he gets so tan and how the doctor says he's fine and and everything like that. But being <laughs> oh really really tan oh boy. was clearly very important right. to him. Oh boy. Just like these guys with these mustaches. Who am I to judge? But uh mm, I'm judging. And it, it's worth knowing if you see a guy who's got a mustache like this or somebody who's really tan probably right. And you kind of want to ask him. They want you to ask him. Don't feel bad about. I'd kind of like to ask him about his mustache. He <laughs> he would love it. Now, didn't Top, if you'd ask him about his mustache, trust right. me, didn't or how, Top, why he's so tan or whatever it is. Didn't Top Hat have a big mustache? Remember Top Hat? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he worked here for a while. Yeah. Uh, Jack's uh, argument with with Top Hat was that he had not one, not two, but three gimmicks. Had a handlebar mustache, yeah. wore a top hat, right. and always had a toothpick in his mouth. That's yeah. right, oh, the that's toothpick. Right. I forgot about the yeah, toothpick. That's three gimmicks. One gimmick is gimmicky. <laughs> Two dim- gimmicks is is unfortunate. Three is just crazy. Like somebody who's super tall doesn't want to be asked about being tall. They right. they, they 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 didn't choose to be tall. Right. They're just tall. But if you how about the very heavy Jack, the overweight. <laughs> Wow, how much do you weigh? <laughs> Probably similar. But uh, but if you put the kind of effort into being tan or having that mustache or or wearing really outrageous clothing, yeah, that's like another one they want you to talk about. Walking around with a parrot on your shoulder. Yeah, you know, exactly. whatever whatever your thing is, they are dying for somebody to bring it up <laughs> sure, in conversation. Sure, yes. I yes, need a that gimmick. Is my point. I really, what gimmick, should, what should my gimmick be? Just wearing way too much leather. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that would be funny for me, Sean. Yeah. That's a good one. Just leather yeah. on leather. Okay, yeah, maybe. leather pants, leather vest, right? leather uh, jacket, jacket yeah. leather cap. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe broadening my question well, people then. People think I just wandered out of some you know club in the Castro, <laughs> yeah. San Francisco. For all people who have Dude, a... didn't you go home last night? For all people who have a, hey, ask me about this gimmick, do mm. they have something in common? Unloved as children. <laughs> this is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.